Welcome to the Positively Encouraging People podcast. I'm your host, Jen Anderson. Each week, we will have a conversation about ways you can love yourself more, set better boundaries, and build up your self-confidence. We will talk about tools you can use, simple tips and stories to encourage and lift you up. You will learn from my experiences and struggles and those of my guest speakers. After spending years feeling undervalued in my relationships, jobs, and almost every area of life, I learned how a story from my childhood was keeping me stuck in that feeling because I believed it was all I deserved. By proving that story wrong and learning to set healthy boundaries, I discovered my worth and started loving myself completely. Creating a life that is both fulfilling and in my true alignment is important to me. And if you feel the same way, you are in the right place. So sit back and relax. Your stress-free weekly pep talk with Jen is about to begin. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. If you are an avid follower, you may have noticed that I took several weeks off and I just want to thank you for your patience. Um, I was dealing with some family issues and getting some things taken care of. So I thank you for your patience and thank you for still following and coming back. Um, I am back and ready to go. And that's kind of what's prompted this week's episode. So let's talk about it and let's Let's dive right in. I have a series of questions that I want to ask you, and I think these are questions that everyone needs to know the answers to. So what do you, what do, you do when things don't go as planned? Do you have um, a backup plan if things don't seem to go right? Or if something big happens, do you have um, kind of an emergency plan for what you're going to do, how you're going to handle things? how you're going to take care of yourself and keep yourself grounded and connected while you're going through something major. Do you have someone to turn to? Do you have people that you share your most intimate personal stuff with? Or do you keep it bottled up and deal with it on your own? If you do share it, do those people check in on you? Do they make sure you're all right? Do they keep it private? Or do they share do they share your information with other people? These are all questions that we need to ask ourselves. We need to know the answers to these questions and probably other ones that I haven't thought of off the top of my head, but might come up with for you when you, when you start thinking about all this. And then I want to know, are you happy with the answers you're coming up with? And if you are, that's wonderful. I think that's great. I think that that is exactly the way life should be. And I'm just really, really happy that you have that. But if you don't, and if you're not happy with the answers that you're coming up with, I would ask you what needs to change. Do you need to find a person or two to be your person that you can share these types of hardships with? It's typically easier to share wins with others, but the hard things, the failures, or the things we see as failures the disappointments, and all the things that hurt our hearts. Those are the things we need to talk through, but lots of times don't or won't. This is honestly not an advocation to bring coaching into your life. 
And yes, I believe a coach would could be one of your people. And I don't think that's a bad idea. But you do need someone else too. You need to have someone in your corner wanting the best for you, cheering you on, spurring you to do better. And hear me when I say this, you deserve a person like that. Hell, you deserve more than one person like that. Find a tribe of people. But how do you find that person? Well, for everyone, it's different. But one really good way is to learn to be that person for someone else. Listen when others talk. Hear what they're saying and take the initiative to check in on them. Ask them about a subject that they might have brought up a few days ago. Ask them how a procedure went. Ask questions that learn more about them. Be that kind of friend for them and odds are they will be that kind of friend for you too. But I do have one word of warning. Be choosy. Do not feel obligated to be everyone's person. That's just draining. Find someone or people that you connect with. Trust yourself. If all of this sounds very scary and you don't know where to start, think about what you would want or need from someone else. Think about those questions from the very beginning and answer them honestly, and then be on the lookout for opportunities to be that friend for someone else. If you try and you really can't find the answers, then I would encourage you to schedule a one-time breakthrough coaching call with me and we can work through them together. During this 90-minute call, we can go through those questions one by one and dive into what you currently have, what you want that you don't have, and how you can get it. I know I said this wasn't a co about coaching, but as I kept writing this, I feel I would be remiss if I didn't offer you this if you're struggling to figure it out. If you aren't struggling, great. I'm so proud of you and I hope you will move forward to get a friend who will always be there for you. If you're struggling, that's okay. There's no shame in that. Just take the next step and schedule that call with me and let's chat about how to get you on to the next step. And just so to make it easier for you, that link is down in the show notes of, of this call. So, well, it's super easy. But who doesn't want to make life better? I know that's what coaching has done for me. And if you're still with me and want to know what prompted this discussion, I'd like to share that with you now. For those of you that know me personally, some of this might come as a shock. It might hit you hard. And depending upon when you're listening to this, it will probably inf be information you don't, don't already know. The first week in January of 2023, we had to do some hard things in our family and, and in our lives. I had to admit to myself that my father needs end of life care for his COPD. This was something my mom and I and my husband all had to do together. The three of us had to go through this. And I do want to put in a little clarification in this. So for those who do know me, this does not mean that my father will be dying in the next few days. It just means we want him to have quality of life. We are doing this very proactively. His lungs will never get better. And we as a family and his medical team only want the best for him. But I am being honest with you this has been hard. There was a lot of talking to medical professionals amongst the immediate family, 
my father included, because he is of sound mind and talking to God that led us all in the right direction. There were a few fights. My father believes we are just trying to get rid of him. Although I can say at this point, when I wrote this script, um, I really feel like he felt that at this point, I don't think he, he, and he doesn't feel that way any longer. So I'm very, very grateful for that, but I'm sure he, he was, and is worried. This sucks for him. And this is really hard for him. It's terrible to get to the point when you don't really feel sick, but you know, nothing's working right. And if you've ever been around anybody that has COPD, this is a horrible, horrible disease and a horrible way to die. This disease has progressed so slowly over the years that he didn't feel different and he really only feels his age, not sick, but he is sick and he is very sick. And again, I stress that we, his immediate family only want the best for him. And the hospital visits over the past four to five months have been hard on all of us. Going to the hospital every other week is a lot. Since September of 2022, he was in the hospital at least five different times, anywhere from five days to 12 days, depending upon the stay. That is the equivalent to at least a full month in the hospital. That's the story of what happened. Now to what prompted the previous conversation or the beginning of this conversation. During all this time, I have some amazing people in my life, in my mom's life and in my husband's life and in my dad's life that have all checked in on us. We were not out there alone. We have people who care, but they wouldn't have cared if they didn't know what was going on. We had to trust them enough to let them know. And if you're listening to this and you didn't know, it's probably not for not wanting to tell you. It was just such a whirlwind of a few months that we couldn't possibly tell everyone. And the last few weeks especially have been busy and long. But what I'm getting at is I'm so grateful for the people in our lives who did check in on us, who helped keep us sane, who brought joy into our lives when we needed it. I am forever grateful to you all and so blessed that we have you. This is why it's important to make meaningful connections and friendships throughout your life. Don't just be super superficial. Make your life meaningful. Love others well, and they will love you back. And if you still don't know how to do that, schedule that one-time call. Now is the time. Thank you for listening and understanding that I had to take a little break. My prayer for you all is to have a blessed 2023.